Hello, welcome to episode three of Hey Honey, How Was School? Today with me on the podcast, I have Ben. Hello. And Reese. Hi. Hi. Um, our first highlight this week is something we've been talking a lot about, and it is growth mindset. Tell us about the growth mindset. So, if you have a growth mindset, it means you're open to new ideas, mm-hmm. and you think you can grow. Why the opposite is a fixed mindset, yeah. which means that you just can't do anything. Mm-hmm. If you're bad at something, you stay bad. Yeah. If you're good at something, you just stay good at it. Yeah, uh, we've defined it as the belief that you can grow your intelligence. We talked about how it's just like a muscle, the muscles in your body. And then we started talking about like what are things we can actually do to have a growth mindset. Reese, can you tell us, tell us some things you can do to have a growth mindset? You can... Like, learn from your mistakes. Absolutely. Yep. Um, Keep telling yourself Mm -hmm. you can do better. Yeah, you can change your thoughts. Yeah. Yep. And making mistakes. We talked a lot about that today, why that's super duper important. Yeah. You're pretty much not creating new pathways in your brain unless you're making mistakes and failing at things because that's how you learn. Super duper important. Yeah, and we talked about how we want our classroom to be a safe place for doing that. Totally. Very nice. Uh, we started a back-to-school project a little bit late. Uh, that's my fault. <laughs> um, it is uh, the Silhouette Project. So what is it that we're doing there? So basically for the Silhouette Project, um, it's basically... So we talked about how people might think you are on on the outside mm-hmm. instead of who, who you are on the inside based yeah. on your looks. Yeah. So we decided to do um, a little project where we make a silhouette of something that's like completely, you can't really see mm-hmm. anything about it. Yeah. And something that like resembles you. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to fill it up with what's on the inside of you guys. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Ben? Um, so the silhouette um, can be human. Yeah. But if you can find something that describes a lot of your personality okay you can make that your silhouette yeah fill it out with like stuff you're passionate about yeah i was letting you guys be creative i guess you don't have to be a human form if you don't want to (laughs) yeah uh this is also related to our philosophy which you guys on our listeners at home know we've been studying we talked about this idea and philosophy the mind body problem basically just the phenomenon that who you are on the outside, what you look like, the fact that you're a child, the fact that you're a girl or a boy, um, that type of thing doesn't necessarily dictate what your skills are, what your intelligences are, what you like, what you dislike, who you are, what makes you you on the inside. Um, And so this silhouette represents this idea of mystery, this kind of like symbol for to get to know somebody or to know who somebody is, you have to get to know them. And then, so that's what we're doing is like sharing who we are, who, who we're going to represent in kind of our classroom community. So I'm excited to see how these turn out. They're really, really cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, highlight number three, sorting the numbers. I'm going to start out with this by saying we started this project last week and I decided that this week after we took Nuia, we needed to have an intervention and you guys were like, what's an intervention? And we said it was when somebody has a problem and you basically tell them 
um, that they have a problem and then you try to offer them help. You guys were super duper frustrated with this problem. Um, and we talked about how, hello, growth mindset, and hello, you're welcome for this learning opportunity. <laughs> um, but then we went through it and we did a bunch together and we modeled it. Do you guys feel like you have a better understanding of kind of like the math that was behind this problem? Definitely. Okay, yes. tell tell listeners like what what was it you guys were asked to do? What what did you do? So basically <laughs> we had these two cards with numbers on them uh-huh. that we had to solve. It was like a puzzle. Yeah. And once we solve them we have to put them like any way and then once we like on top of each other yeah, in any each other. in any arrangement that you want. And we pick what side we yes. want that has the numbers and we just like do like say one side has like, just one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we do that. So we do one <laughs> plus the number under it where yes. it's positioned. Yes. And we would try and find a pattern. Mm-hmm. And it happened every single time, right? Like yeah. no matter which way you arranged the grids of numbers, when you when you added together the numbers on the top and bottom, that was just random. Every single time, some sort of pattern emerged. So so then, what did we do, Ben? So then we try to figure out the pro- problem. The pattern. The pattern. Yes. <laughs> Tell why it happened. Try yep. to explain it in detail. Yes. Maybe um, like. See if there's any patterns not relating to the entire add-in. Okay. But um, together on like the numbers. So on the adding side, it might get, on one side it might get bigger while the other side gets smaller. Mhm. Then mm-hmm. we try mm-hmm. to figure out that pattern. Yeah. Then we use that to figure out why the big pattern. Yeah. 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 So we talked a lot about how you know sometimes you guys you have all these big ideas in your head you have the right answer you um are like convinced that you you've like solved it you're done and that oftentimes the harder part of doing stuff like this is communicating yeah (laughs) Yeah, what's in your head and we talked about how using very specific math vocabulary can help with that so ben you said you know the big numbers these numbers with the overall numbers do you guys remember what the numbers are called in an addition problem What's the answer called? The sum. The sum. Yeah, yeah, you guys know that one. Do you remember what we call the numbers you add together? Add-ins. Add-ins. Yeah, the add-ins. Yeah. So we said when you notice patterns amongst the add-ins, so like Ben, you said sometimes one add-in will get smaller and the other add-in will get bigger. But then when you combine them, the, the total result there shows up in the big number, which was the sum. Yeah. Yeah. So that was some really... Really deep, deep math we did. I was super proud of you guys. You did a good job. Next highlight is today we talked about the great book. I don't know why I sang that. I'm sorry. (laughs) So uh, this is a new responsibility for fourth graders, old responsibility for fifth graders. Uh, Talk about how we use the great book in our classroom. How we use it is, um, say we have, like, a weight assignment, we mm-hmm. would go to check that. Yeah. If we have, like, an F and it's weight, we would we would know that, so we mm-hmm. would go work on it and mm-hmm. turn it in. Yeah, it's a communication tool yeah. we talked about. Ben, is there anything that you learned, like, you know, as a fourth grader, new? Um, um, something that surprised you or even questions you still have? My, my brother's in um, middle school, so yes. I've, I've seen him use it. Yeah. I've never gone on it uh-huh but 
something I learned is that um, to call, you can actually see what assignments are missing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. see what they like rated you. Mm-hmm. If you got yeah. like, if you did something halfway. Yes. I thought you could only like see that you turned it in, mm-hmm. but you can see that like, bec- it was only like halfway completed, so you yes. only got like half. The total yeah so you can see that like number grade but there's also like um what were they called um like indicators or like little codes that show like oh no this is actually missing or this isn't complete or that kind of thing um and we talked about do you guys remember the two most important skills that I wanted you to learn so like the first one was like just how to use it because it's new you know you have older siblings at the middle school that it's coming what was the other thing that I was like this is really really important yeah Ben being able to communicate yeah that you have something missing mm-hmm. or like turn it in yeah but with in who? the middle and your teacher yeah but in the middle school you can't do that yeah it's late not necessarily F. yeah it's yeah. it's a lot more high stakes the older you get so we talk about our classroom being a safe place to make mistakes so this is a good learning opportunity and to practice being like hey mrs minogue i noticed i have a zero i need to turn this in or maybe you thought you turned it in and there could be a mistake so like having to come to me and say i would like to discuss this and um, being prepared to do that so awesome all right student choice highlight what did you guys pick we chose um whenever classmates birthdays yeah yeah yeah, for his birthday. Ambrose had a birthday this week. Woohoo! Yeah. Happy birthday, Ambrose. <laughs> we um we played a special game in the little gym mm-hmm. called Spud. Yep. Where basically one person um calls a classroom number and mm-hmm. the whoever's classroom number that is, they have to catch the ball and say stop when they catch it and yeah. everybody has to stop running. Uh-huh. And they have to they can take three steps to throw it at someone uh-huh. and then do it. Yes. Um, I don't know if any of my listeners were 90s children. We played this in the neighborhood growing up, and it's one of my favorite games. I teach it to you guys every year, and it's always a favorite. I like... Did we play it outside last year? I think I think we did. Yeah. I like playing it in the lower gym because the walls kind of, yeah. like, contain you, and so lots of times, like, you can't really get away from somebody who's yeah, trying to tag you. What do you think of Spud, Ben? I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. Had you ever played it before? No. No. So it was my first time play it was my second time because we played it before. Uh-huh. One time. One of the fun things we did was <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. protect Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. Because if you get hit you get a letter. Uh-huh. Yeah. S and then yeah. P and then U and then D. Uh-huh. And if you get all the letters you get out. Yeah. We didn't play elimination. I let you guys play spuds or spudkins or spudipity whatever you want to play but we did decide I do think feel like we need to get a spud hat like if you make it to SPUD then you have to wear the spud hat yeah and it's like a hat made of potatoes or something so I'm working on it we'll workshop when that when I was in Wisconsin uh-huh. west um on Memorial Day they had, they had a cheese hat yeah it's a cheese store and they had like <laughs> cheese hats you could wear interesting I wonder if anybody makes potato hats somewhere we could make our own Maybe. do you think it should be like shaped like a potato or like have like pictures of potatoes or do you think it should actually be made out of potatoes i think that it should be like shaped like potato uh-huh. and like we somehow like get like a photo and then like seal it onto it because <laughs> okay. if it wasn't made out of real potatoes it'd probably go moldy yeah it would get rotten it would smell 
Yeah, but it's, it's, well, it's extra punishment. What, yeah, because you lost. So you now you have to wear the moldy potato hat. <laughs> yeah, you have to sit in the corner of the classroom and <laughs> smell. Oh, gosh, yeah. We're, maybe we've gone too far. <laughs> okay, thank you guys for um, talking with us this week. We hope everybody at home is staying healthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for 